This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the deep dive for truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. It is time for humanity to reclaim ourselves from this draconian tyranny. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't worry about this. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Coming to you with another great episode. Things are happening. A lot of positive stuff happening. I'm excited for the human race. Always good when we get a little pushback. First of all, shout out to all the people that are uh, taking the polls. That's great. I'm glad to see, you know, people responding. And uh, people that are um, emailing me, fantastic. Fantastic responses. This is great. Uh, and we sold our Deep Dive for Truth logo tee. Thanks, Peter, for uh, the order. That was fantastic. Wear it proudly. People ask you, let them know. It's very important. For those of you that are just tapping in, um, and for those of you that have heard this, just a refresher, this is something we got to get out for all the truthers and the new truthers that are emailing me and people that are talking uh, to me in comments on the Deep Dive for Truth team. So it's pretty exciting. This is a brief explanation of Agenda 21. This is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. It's a totalitarian state being developed right now all over the world. It is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. And this is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so many of us around the world think that, um, well, sustainable development, it just sounds so great. Isn't it about recycling and creative reuse and, uh, and creating energy and food resources for everyone? And the answer is no, it really is not. It's about moving populations into city centers, concentrated city centers, and clearing them out of the rural areas. Agenda 21 exposed by an insider. All systems have to be brought into harmony in order to control them all. Because when systems don't meet, when they're, when they're out of balance or not in sync with one another, they can't be controlled centrally. And the goal of Agenda 21 is one world government and total control from a central unit. 
Every nation that signed on to Agenda 21 has its, uh, its local Agenda 21 plan. People in the United States are completely unaware of this. If I go out and talk about this, the United States press will attacks me and calls me which is it's totally ridiculous. It is a conspiracy theorist. But it's not a theory. It's a fact. The three pillars of United Nations Agenda 21 are economy, ecology, and equity, the three E's. And everyone sort of thinks that they know what that means, the idea of social equity. It must mean that, well, everyone's going to have access to clean water and clean air, and uh, no one's uh, property is going to be used as a dumping ground because they are at a poverty level. But really what social equity is about is about impoverishing huge portions of the population and bringing down uh, develop the developed nations. The New World Order. Everything that we're looking at now is destined to collapse our economies. It's a totalitarian state to being developed right now all over the world. And what major corporations want in this development is to be able to uh, to have move, full movement of of, uh, of workers without borders or boundaries, to be able to move their goods through without regulations, and to reduce wages. And so this is the goal. So this is what you find with social equity. And of course, economy and uh, ecology is about, these are the three circles, economy, ecology, and social equity. And where they meet in the center is balance. But really that balance is a communitarian balance. So it's not balance of well-being of the people. What it is is it's a balance for corporations so that they can exploit and control and have populations in an area, in tightly packed, dense areas, so that they can be surveilled and managed. And this is what that balance looks like as far as the development of totalitarian state is. The mainstream media is owned by five major corporations, and you're not going to get this information from the mainstream press. So you need to be your own press. You need to educate yourself. You need to get out there and educate your neighbors, your community, your real community. You need to help your children understand that they're being indoctrinated from pre-kindergarten to post-graduate school. All of us have a responsibility to ourselves and to others. This is true community, to work for personal freedom. And always remember that even though we work as a group, if we do work as a group, we're all individuals in those groups, and we answer only to ourselves. And this is essential. It's essential as, as, as free human beings, this is what we are. We are free, and we need to continue to be free. And I do believe that we will win, but we have to become aware that there is a fight and then make our friends and our neighbors and our community aware as well and work together. What I read also, just really quickly, one of the blurbs, Agenda 21 will lead to a new dark ages of pain and misery. It's a comprehensive plan of utopian environmentalism that brings us under social control and is the most dangerous threat to America's and our nation's vassal and it's created under the un so this is good stuff glad that this insider finally came out and said something so they've normalized strokes heart attacks people that have blood clots or other issues serious medical issues that come out of nowhere they've normalized that and they've made very scary or difficult or worrisome that of a sniffle cold cough 
the common cold, which happens throughout the world. Uh, this just happens to talk about strokes and myocarditis, unexplained deaths, huge uptick, and a no-cause mortality across the world. It couldn't be more obvious to those who are paying attention. Are you paying attention? So what is this link between influenza, infection, and stroke? Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after flu season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season. And like you said, most of Canada is uh, getting down off of a, of a big uh, hump of, of flu. So now we're starting to see more strokes. And a friend of uh, one of my colleagues actually mentioned that at work the other day. said, have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing? It's a lot more than usual, it feels like. So anecdotally, we're starting to see that. Hey, hold on. I said, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. So something ain't right. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, somebody listened to that comment of the doctor saying that, uh, you know, this is normal. Um, it's just don't worry about it after the flu. We get an uptick in, in, in uh, strokes, so don't worry about it. Don't, nothing to see here, even though it's more than normal. Um, it's just because of the flu, which they said the flu is gone. Here's uh, Bill Gates giving us some uh, live information. Everybody wants to hear from him, right? Because he's a medical expert. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccines. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Uh, they're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration. And there it is. That's Bill Gates' uh, little comment. I figured you guys would want to hear from him. So, because where they're having the most serious lockdowns and putting healthy, un uh, unvaccinated people into actual concentration camps in Australia. Bill Gates comes out and says that uh, he's warning uh, Australia to be ready for the next pandemic, which could be man-made and far more brutal. So that was interesting. Pfizer was dealing with India, and the big pharma giant refused to comply with India's demand that it provide proof its vaccine actually helped boost immunity against COVID locally, and so avoided one of the world's biggest markets. Pfizer also insisted on legal immunity to the consequences of its vaccine. Another request India flatly declined, even after millions of dollars were poured into lobbying government officials. So India's given a fight back for the human race. Just remember the vaccine is DNA changing, RNA changing. So the scientists and the doctors are still looking into that as to whether or not we can do something about that before it changes everybody's DNAs. People are, are understanding what's going on. Doctors are understanding what's going on. So deaths from heart disease surged 17% higher than normal in 2022. Deaths from heart disease surged last year up 17% higher than normal with the pandemic partly to blame. And health experts have told Emily Rice it's not just middle-aged men who are at high risk of heart attack. Busy caring for her young son and sick mum during Melbourne's lockdowns, Jessica started suffering chest pain, blaming stress. Assuming that I was anxious or more in a, having a panic attack when I had this breathlessness and chest pain. After two emergency department visits and exhaustive testing, the 45-year-old was diagnosed with premature coronary artery disease, which is a narrowing of the arteries. And at my age, that's quite worrying. 
mortality data analysis by the Actuaries Institute found between 2020 and 2022 there was a clear increase in excess deaths due to heart disease. Last year alone, 10,000 more Australians died from coronary issues than in a typical year. We knew there was going to be a large wave of heart disease coming and we're seeing it now. Top cardiologist Steve Nichols says fewer medical checkups during the pandemic is one of the many reasons for the disease surge. We missed an opportunity to detect the disease early where we can make a real impact. COVID itself probably has an effect on the heart and the blood vessels. High-profile cardiac fatalities last year, including Shane Warne and politician Kimberly Kitching at age 52, fuelled vaccination conspiracy theories. Professor Nichols says inoculation is not to blame. There's no evidence that vaccines have caused the increase here. The increase is, is completely predictable. Heart Research Australia warns the symptoms of heart disease can be sneaky, especially for women, and may include extreme fatigue, soreness in the neck or shoulder and nausea. Heart disease is actually the leading cause of death globally for women. But I've got the best chance now. Emily Rice, Nine News. It's interesting. Yeah, it's not It's not anything to do with the shot that they're saying side effects of myocarditis, pyocarditis, Guillain-Barre syndrome, blood clots. None of that. No, it's definitely no signs of the shot, that doctor said. Remember... This is fiction. They are watching. Do your digging, do your deep dive, critical thinking, and fire out some emails to me. Let me know. Um, I just, I, I love hearing back from you guys. When Zelensky pushed for the special tribunal last December, he said that without justice, there can be no peace. The reality is that war is the greatest injustice suffered on this earth, and too many are working hard to belong this one. Zelensky should be at the negotiating table, but instead tours the world selling his forever war as Ukraine is destroyed and conscripted Ukrainians are killed by the tens of thousands. In the past 25 years, the imperialist powers have perpetrated wars of aggression against Yugoslavia, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria and Yemen. They've killed millions of people and displaced millions more, dropped toxic munitions and committed countless war crimes. NATO members have never faced justice for these crimes. Of course, Russia should also be held to account for any crimes it commits, but the list is long. If we actually care about justice, we must stop the antagonism and hypocrisy and get down to the real work of peacemaking. Hey, Ben. That was uh, Mick Wallace to the UN. You know, like I said, people are out there trying, and that's a positive thing. we got to keep together, support the Deep Dive for Truth team, support people out there standing up and making uh, a fight, or at least getting the word out. And, and, you know, uh, I got an email from one of the listeners, loves the show, everything's going great, wanted to donate. God bless you. Appreciate that. Uh, but he just felt like the platform that uh, we're using, PayPal, which I feel is the easiest, is not what he wanted to use, it doesn't use. And that's fine. I just want you all to understand that we have to make a stand using the system to push back against the system. The system is already embedded and is moving huge amounts of resources, equipment, material, populations. You know, they're getting you somehow, some way. It's your choice. Do what you got to do. But if you can support us, we need donations, we need help. If we're going to keep pushing out this word and pushing back for the human race. I understand completely. Everybody's got a free will. you God-given right. I respect that, and I love you all. So 
I'm glad I get the feedback. I'm loving the fact that, you know, he loves the show. And uh, hopefully spreading the word. Like I said, spread the word. Do what you can any way you can. That would be great. Use the system against them. I mean, nothing better than firing out support for the Deep Dive for Truth team and building us up to where we're a voice for the human race. Nothing wrong with that. That would be pushing back. The door is closing. They're trying to shut the door on us, trying to let us go down into oblivion. But uh, if we can stop that door from closing, you know, that's that's what we're here for. The Deep Dive for Truth team's here to stop that door from closing on the human race. It's a big kick in the butt if we can build up and fight back against the system. Become a truth ambassador. We could really use the help. Israel and Iceland, two of the most vaccinated countries in the world, also had the highest infection rates in the world during the summer of 2021. It was obvious that the vaccine was failing to stop infection, which used to be the definition of what a vaccine does. So those numbers are all coming out, which is good. 21 reasons why I don't get vaccinated. It's written by somebody in the summer of 2021. It's kind of interesting. Already developed natural immunity. Never solved lipid nanoparticle delivery. Japanese Pfizer data shows LNP in organs. Vax makers are immune from liability. Every previous mRNA vax has failed. Every previous coronavirus vax has failed. Pfizer paid billions in criminal fines for data manipulation and fraud. Moderna has never gotten past clinical trials. Zero long-term data. Censorship of scientific criticism. Censorship of gain of function. Censorship of generic antivirals and inflammatory antibiotics, etc. Censorship of adverse reactions and deaths. 99.95% survival if below 50. Inflated COVID-19 hospitalization and death numbers. The virus will continue to mutate. The vaccinated will get sick. Vax clinical trial introduce subjectivity with selective PCR testing. Pandemic based on fraudulent use of PCR tests. Why ignore natural immunity? And number 21, adverse reactions among family and friends. That's pretty good reasons. So, and that was Kanekoa the Great. Let's put that out there. That's good reasons. Everybody's got their own reasons to get it or not get it, but those are good reasons. All right, so I don't know if this is true. Maybe somebody from New Zealand is listening to this. Send me an email just to confirm. I'd like to let everybody know, but right now it seems like uh, New Zealand is uh, the new Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins, plans to track people down to ensure they get vaccinated. So now they're hunting down the unvaccinated. I think early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will, uh, but I, I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year all right the hunt is on there's certain new zealand people out there i know you're listening to me because we've got contact out there uh email me tell me if this is something that they're really looking to do and worldwide other countries keep me informed let's get it out there let's get information going to the people so you know what's coming so you can prepare just a quick blurb on uh 
Fox News, $163 billion to $400 billion missing out of $900 billion COVID relief funds signed off by the U.S. government. During the peak of the COVID-19 moment we had, the federal government was handing out so-called relief left and right. But did you know that $163 billion of that relief is unaccounted for? $163 billion. We follow the money. The COVID-19 peak may be over, but questions surrounding it are not. Look at these numbers. From March of 2020 until Labor Day of 2021, we will remind you, $900 billion was paid out in COVID relief funds. That's between state and federal unemployment that was paid. On average, individuals received $46,000 in unemployment benefits. But if you think that's a lot of money, a lot of it didn't land in the right hands. In fact, the Department of Labor admits, they're admitting this now, $163 billion was lost, gone, including to fraud. And this estimate is just on the low end. So where is the money, actually? Well, Matt Weidinger wrote an op-ed about this on Fox News Digital. He's a senior fellow and Rose Scholar in poverty studies at the American Enterprise Institute, and he joins us now with reaction. Matt, that's the lead question. Where did it go? Well, uh, that's an excellent question. And like you mentioned, the $163 billion is actually a lowball. The Department of Labor's Inspector General admitted that that omits some of the worst abused programs and the time when the programs were worst uh, abused. So the actual numbers could be three, $400 billion, which is an extraordinary amount of money. Um, some of the estimates suggest that significant amounts of that went overseas to uh, criminal gangs based in Russia, China, elsewhere. And other was petty criminals in the United States, sometimes with the help of people in unemployment agencies. So um, a lot is unknown, but uh, significant amounts wound up overseas. How does that happen? Do they set up shell companies or fake individuals and apply for this funding and there's not enough oversight, so it makes its way overseas? I mean, is it just straight up organized fraud? It's a combination of factors. It's stolen identities being available on the internet for purchase for cheap, and meanwhile, a large benefit that's being offered by the federal government working through the states um, designed to address the pandemic, but really creating this massive target for criminals that are willing to rip off the system. So let me look at those numbers right now. So if we're looking at 900 billion, almost a trillion, and you're saying 163 billion is the low end of the spectrum. It could be higher, it could be three. You're looking at at least a quarter, maybe more of that money spent out is fraud. I mean. Is that on par with how government spends money? Okay, we're gonna spend it, but we know about 30% of it's gonna to go to fraudsters. No, I mean, clearly this was a worst case scenario for the unemployment system. And part of it was how these systems were designed to respond to the pandemic. So one of the things that uh, the federal government did at the beginning of the pandemic was it created entirely new unemployment benefit programs. Problem with that program though was it didn't confirm that people claiming benefits worked before. It let people do what was called self-certifying their eligibility, mm. and it did a terrible job of confirming identities. So basically it created a wide open door for criminals who are willing to defraud the system. And then, as your uh, listeners may remember, it also threw another $600 per week on top of what yes. were regular unemployment benefits. So it created this massive target that if criminals got through and were able to defraud the system, they were getting, as you pointed out, tens of thousands of dollars uh, on the other end. Self-certified. Matt, real quick, we only have about 30 seconds. What kind of damage, permanent damage, does did this kind of spending 
with very little oversight, uh, what did it do? Well, I mean, it obviously cost taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars, so that's permanent damage there. Somebody's going to pay that money back through future taxes. Those are those are our kids. But what it really does is it it basically is a challenge for legislators to make sure this never happens again. So there's a whole suite of policies that they should practice to basically ensure that this doesn't happen mm -hmm. again. And those that's really the challenge for the Republican Congress, especially, to follow through on, uh, especially if we get into another recession and these sorts of programs are revived. Yeah. One of many. There you go. Uh, billions of dollars going out the window. You know, I, I heard that one senator asked the Federal Reserve Chair what happened to $9 trillion, and they could not answer that question. We're at $31, 32000000000000 trillion going through the roof, and we got billions of dollars just disappearing. The money should not be going into the hands of people that don't know what they're doing or are dirty. What I would do initially is I would offer bonuses to people that would hold a job for six months. And then a year from that point, you'd get another bonus, get people working. I would go through and verify that people that needed help got the help, such as veterans, seniors, bring our families first, to bring America first, even the people that are coming here, make them first, make, help them find a streamline to become citizens the right way. Take control of the illegal corruption, make sure that that doesn't happen again. And then once you subsidize the people that we get working and and the people that have been dedicated workers, oh yeah, you guys would get a piece of all this pie too. Sending money overseas to uh, foreign relations for money just to be doled out to their government officials that doesn't really do anything to their for their countries? No. I'm sorry. That doesn't work. The people don't get it. The people get a very small amount of the help. We do more through charities and things like that. So that would all have to stop. If, if we could just shift our spending on corruption, clean that up, and put money on our people first. And, and you know what? Human beings. There's families and people that need help that are coming from other countries. I get that. Set it up a humane way to help from every country, that we can help the people that need help. Don't give it to corrupt governments. Don't give it to the ability for these cartels and, and things for people to just run away with stuff. It's just, it's just not the right way to do things. You need to control it down to where it goes to the people that are going to revigorate our economy, that have the backbone of this country, and bring our youth all the youth, the human race youth, into the next generation of living and working. Yeah, so $32 trillion. There's no reason why we shouldn't be $32 trillion in the black and that our veterans are taken care of, our seniors are taken care of, and that there's free medical from the excess money. There's no reason why we should be owing $32 trillion to anybody. I don't understand who those people are, the world banking system, whatever you want to call them. But we should be financially independent to where we help everybody that needs it in this country. Education wouldn't be a problem. If we were $32 trillion in the black, we could at least make it to where the kids could afford to go to college again and, uh, and not be strapped with all this. And the colleges, too. I mean, the monies are just getting doled out and, and corrupted. Uh, businesses, colleges, governments, people within the own government system are just... just Basically, just stealing from our children's future. I don't know who this Federal Reserve is, but 
they need to figure out how to step away and leave our country and the world alone. Take this with a grain of salt. I don't know who is behind this. This person's anonymous, but there's a little heads up coming. thought this was kind of interesting, so take a listen. Again, we don't know who this person is, and we don't know what's coming, but we like to get all that information out to you. You need to know. So this is just somebody telling us something's coming. Hello, everyone. I have now had 10 videos removed from sharing the truth, but I have some very exciting information to share with you all today. I want you to continue to pray and keep the faith. In the very near future, you will see a great shaking of Washington, D.C. There's going to be massive things happening within Congress and Senate that will have to be reported by the mainstream media and will also be reported globally. Mark my words and save this video. Watch the politicians, CEOs, health leaders, and world leaders in the news closely. They will all start to turn on each other and run in fear. You will watch and witness the dismantling of the New World Order agenda. A flood of information is coming, as some of you have already seen the start of this. All truth will be exposed about COVID-19 and the vaccine, discrediting the CDC, WHO, NIH, FDA, World Economic Forum, and Big Pharma. The IRS and the Federal Reserve, along with the World Banks and Wall Street, will be exposed for all of their illegal banking and taxing schemes that have enslaved us all. There will be a stock market crash to bring in a new system, God's system. Do not have fear. There are going to be many people removed from office at all levels of government without elections. I have been authorized to tell you that you will witness AOC removed very soon. You will witness the removal of Adam Schiff, and he will be charged with treason. You will see the removal of Kamala Harris and the fake Joe Biden, along with many others. Keep a close eye on Georgia and Arizona as well. Your government and your lives are being restored. This war is not completely finished, so do expect the deep state to attempt false flag events and attempt to spin media narratives. This will fail and will all be exposed. The war is already won and you will witness it firsthand. When everything is finished, you will say this could only have been by the hand of God the Almighty. He is working to prosper you and everyone around the world. The things that you are about that to see happen will impact the entire globe. Darkness will be brought to light and justice has been and will continue to be served. Be vocal, be loud, and share this information with others as it pours out to help wake the remaining sheep. God has put a fire in many of your hearts to be a beacon of light and truth. Continue to do this regardless of ridicule. I am so excited and proud to be a part of this movement with you all. It is a very exciting time to be alive. You are part of the greatest revival in the history of mankind. Stay strong, patriots. We've waited far too long for this, and it's just about over. God bless you all. Positive, positive. Things are coming. Email me if you guys know what's going on and what's happening. If you think that uh, you're hearing something else, I'm getting all this information in, and it's kind of neat that you can come to one place and listen to it all and hear what's going on. Okay, this just in, Dr. Tom Shima Bakuru admits COVID vaccines are causing debilitating illnesses. He states, we are aware of these reports of people experiencing long-lasting health problems following COVID vaccinations. So this is him himself making that statement. We, we take vaccine safety um, very seriously. Uh, with, with respect to um, 
reports of people experiencing um, debilitating illnesses. Um, I mean, we we are we are aware of these um, reports of, of people experiencing long-lasting health problems following COVID vaccination. Uh, in some cases, the clinical presentation of people suffering these health problems is variable and no specific medical cause for the symptoms have been found. Um, we understand that illness is disruptive and stressful, especially under those circumstances. And we acknowledge these health problems have substantially impacted the quality of life for people and have also affected those around them. And we hope uh, for improvement and recovery. And we will continue to monitor the safety of these vaccines and, and work with partners to try to better understand these types of adverse events. Yeah, so they acknowledged it, and then they're like, okay, we're going to keep giving them up, but we're going to study it some more. <laughs> okay, well, as the years go on and the reactions are, get worse or things get happening, and you vaccinate more people and you vaccinate and you boost more people and you boost more people, you're just going to study it, and they're going to keep eyes on it, and they're going to just keep watching. Well, as people more and more, and, and again, is it the vaccine that's you know, causing the heart failure, the kidney shut down, liver shut down, other issues, cancer sparking, blood clots. I mean, it wasn't rampant like this before. Interesting stuff. It was kind of neat that that the guy said it. Breaking. Pfizer exploring mutating COVID-19 virus for new vaccines. The statement was, don't tell anyone this. There is a risk. Have to be very controlled to make sure this virus you mutate doesn't create something the way that the virus started in Wuhan, to be honest. So here's out of the Pfizer's directed evolution person that works at Pfizer putting it out there for you. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this. So this is Jordan Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations and MRNA Science Planning. Don't tell anyone about anyone this, by the way. You have to promise you won't tell anyone. You got to promise you won't tell anyone. We're exploring, like, no. You know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can unthinkably develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. It'd be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the wave of the virus starting in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that these viruses pop out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like there's. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They exactly not. But you do, like, these, like, selective threshold mutations to try to see if you make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm talking about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There might not be any more outbreaks. Just like Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have 
absolutely no moral compass at all. I'm opening the door for all government officials. It's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators of the who had drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, then I'm going to be as hard for the company. You know, hearing as well. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health, it's profoundly corrupt. Dr. Robert Mullen, the uh, inventor. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, so there's a lot. Really? They're doing uh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. we're like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. Like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that's not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was a thought that came up at a meeting, and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that with more discussions. Okay. That's exactly actually, right? We're like, wait a minute. Like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, in living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone what they're calling it. You gotta publish your tunnel. You gotta publish your tunnel. So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we tend not to prefer. And they just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you can see the mutation. And you kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like you know goes everywhere. Something Which crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical, to say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out, because this is just like something that's fine, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like, there's... It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution, okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Well, you're not supposed to do gain function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do, like, these, like, selective structural mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. 
So there, there is research on the way about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks, to thank Jesus Christ. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what I've heard they're kind of optimizing it, but they're going slow because everyone's very cautious. Like, you know, right. obviously they don't want to kind of accelerate it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying to put out future mutation. Boy, so did that, did the whole virus mutation thing, like, come from your executive, Sarah? No, 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 that came from, like, we have, like, chief scientific officers in, like, the other divisions. In a subsequent meeting, our undercover journalist asked if this type of gain-of-function research is already being studied at Pfizer. But no, as long as it's called directed evolution, Pfizer's in the clear. What, what's the goal for, for Pfizer of doing that? So part of what they want to do is, like, to try to figure out, to some extent, try to figure out, like, you know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to, like, catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for, like, new variants. Yeah. So that's why they're thinking, like, if you do it control the lab, then we say, oh, this is a new epitope. And so then if it comes out later on, like, in the public, we already have a vaccine kind of working. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that, the, like, the best business model, though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because, like, some of the times there were just mutations that pop up, right? And they were not prepared for it, like with Delta or Omicron right. and things like that. So, who knows? I mean, either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Like, yeah. I obviously like <laughs> Well, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole, like, research of the viruses and mutating it, like would be the ultimate, like, cash cow. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Now, you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal, but no. The pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, is, quote, a revolving door for all government officials, unquote. A revolving door for all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry, though. So, like, in the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who, like, you know, review our drugs, once they come work for pharma companies, like, the military, like, all the, like, army defense, like, government officials eventually go work for the defense companies afterwards. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because it's the Regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being regulated, they want to go work for the company, then I got to be as hard for the company. You know, hearing as We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law, I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work 
has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it. With governments turning a blind eye and Pfizer hiding information from the public, this is an ongoing story. Be brave. Do something. That is a Pfizer scientist. Yeah, this is just crazy. Thanks again for listening. This is Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Remember, God, family, country. We're trying to just get the information out there. You guys do the digging. You guys do some research. You guys email me. You guys support us. Get the word out. Uh, buy some t-shirts. Become a truth ambassador. Subscribe if you can. Uh, we're, we're really trying to push back on that. They're not giving us any advertisements. They've squashed our subscriptions for now. So all we've got is uh, direct donations. A dollar for a mission. That's just up there so you can donate a buck. Uh, become a truth ambassador if you really want to help. Uh, get a t-shirt. Help spread the word. We make a, we make only a couple bucks on the t-shirts. But it's it's letting me know that you guys care and spreading the word. So uh, great stuff. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I'm just excited at uh, the responses I'm getting and that there's positive stuff coming. We'll keep you posted as much as we can. Everybody stay safe. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.